Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeart Media. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry, the world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs, if you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame starting May 7th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Will You Accept This Rose, a production of iHeartRadio. Oh, yeah. Gonna get all up in you tonight. It feels so good. I just got one little question for you, girl. Will you accept this rose? Accept this rose into your world. Oh. Will you accept this rose into your world? Hello, welcome to my bougie garage that got a trash can. My name is Arda Marine, and nothing makes me hornier than trash cans. Speaking of horny, we have a man that's drinking out of a tin cup, is wearing a bandana, and is making all of the Will You Accept This Rose Nation so horny, horny for rookies. Please put your hands together for Jerry Trainer. It's nice to be here. Thank you for having me. I did shower today. Wow. Uh, it is not helping my adult acne, which is just out of control, and I look like a gargoyle. I have had, no, I have makeup on, which is certainly not helping clear up the adult acne. I have a zit farm growing in my chin and mouth and lip area, unlike anything I've had since high school. I, yeah, I'm dealing with high school level breakouts. Where? Uh, what I part of your face? Cheeks and forehead. Are you guys wearing masks? Like when you go out a lot, are you wearing a mask? No. Well, yeah. I mean, I wear a mask when yeah. I go out, but I don't go out. So I'm okay. it's not I very mask rarely go out. I sit on my face. I've been oh, okay. my face. I walk the dogs. I have to wear a mask. I get sweaty and I started breaking out. So I just use, I just like clean it with like, you know, salicylic acid when I get home. And that um, has stopped the breakouts. Thank you. I'm also so crazy that I think I'm more anxious than I think I am. So yes, I think it's I think popping mine, out on my chest. Yeah, mine is, I think, because I don't really get visibly stressed. Yeah. Like, if I'm stressed, like, I don't, like, freak out. No. Uh, so I think it just, it comes out of my skin. It's just uh, like, that's how I show the world 
I'm freaking out inside. Anybody else who knew me that was witnessing me, like you guys um, or my companion, could look at me and say, oh, she's freaking out. Like I wearing, when I go on walks, I wear two masks and like a beekeeper hat. And then I also had ordered one of those oximeter finger readers, but it wasn't going to arrive for six weeks. So then I bought one on eBay that arrived in a week. And now I have two and I put one finger on each hand in two oximeters and check my oxygen levels. And that's why I have zits all over my chin because they're also not exact. They don't match. Like one of them will say I have like a 97. Sometimes one says I have a 96. It's awfully close to below 95. What if I'm dying? What is, or, wait, what, what, what are you talking? What is that? So my brother, Alaric Marine, the smarty pants of the family sent me this article. That's like all these, oh people, all these, it was New York times. They're like, we could prevent people from, it's in this paper today. It's in the actual print paper today. We could prevent people from being on respirators. If they checked their oxygen levels that people that COVID pneumonia is not presenting like regular pneumonia and they don't, people aren't winded. But if you check your oxygen level and you find out, that you have like low below 95, you can go get treated for the pneumonia and prevent. Anyway, I'm absolutely, this is not fun bachelor talk. This is a, this is the worst thing to start a fun podcast. Can we please, can we outlaw, like, I think it should be illegal for family members to send other family members articles. Dude, I No more, no more. You read your news and that's the news you get. By the way, we, this cross insemination of like craziness yes. is because everybody's sending everybody. Uh, oh, my friend is on the front lines of COVID, and that. Yes. Oh, good. So everybody's I, getting anecdotal evidence. Yes. Everybody's panicking. Dude, my I have never sent an article. No, that's not true. I sent one. I had one incredibly crazy friend, and the only person I listen to is our Ken Burns here. She's the only one that I trust. And everybody else, I don't trust or listen to. And I have a few crazy friends that send me these things. It's like, I don't want to, I don't want to. No more. I can't. I don't know more. Anyway, I have a fucking beekeeper outfit. Please. My, I break out. I can't. <laughs> we're doing fine. The thing, w- LA, what we are doing down here is <clears throat> what the scientists say to do. We're doing okay. We don't, it, it's like, there's a nice Goldilocks middle ground where it's just like this, we're doing what we're doing and we don't need to panic. I don't leave my There's like the freak out level and then there's the, it's a hoax level. And it's just like, come to the middle. Come where you are. I know. Water's nice. Exactly. I still have Zig Seller for my chin and a beekeeper outfit, but that's okay. Guys, here's the deal. Let's get to something fun. Yeah. I have to say... So we finally got to the episode that America was like, we hate Juan Pablo and where people go, he's okay. Like we, I get it. I kept going, where is it? Where is it? <laughs> so it turns out he's a gaslighter who doesn't listen to ladies and, and is just doesn't ask questions, AKA pretty much everybody I went on a date with in my twenties. <laughs> um, Lori, how did you feel overall rewatching this? You know, I, could understand well i mean depending on how far you want to get into it i can not too far not too far because we have the big thing like there's no point we all know what conversation we're leading up to but keep going you know i uh i i think anything after a certain amount of time the outrage sort of disperses yeah so i you know i certainly uh 
well, I'm, I'm never really outraged, but I, I, it's not as, as severe as I remember it to be. Yes. At the same time, I'm like, yeah, Juan Pablo's kind of a douche. Yeah. yeah. I feel like he, to me, I feel like he's present. like, the one thing I will say for him, he's never, he has kept saying what you see is what you get. And I feel that he has never presented anything other than exactly, I don't think he's misleading. I don't think he's a trick. I don't think he's pretended to be a river that runs that deep. I think, like, there's nothing, like, he actually is. I think what you see is what you get. Arden, have you been thinking a lot about this? <laughs> I like it when Arden thinks a lot. You're thinking he's a lot. Been thinking You've been a lot. thinking a lot. What does I've, the wheels turning mean? Does it mean? I've been thinking a lot. Jerry, overall, before we get, we're not going to get too deep, but just I can't. Overall. I can't give you an overall because I'll just go off. I'll go off. Because there's, there's, uh, I can't, I can't. We got to just go who through do, it. Who do you prefer, Peter or Juan Pablo? Oh, man. Why would you do that to me? These are your only two that you know. Who would you, who do you prefer? Easy. Well, Lori, you changed. I mean, I, 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 I'm going to say Juan Pablo. Me too. Me too. I'm going to say Juan Pablo. Me too. Here's why. Here's, what, here's how I answer that question. Me what? too. Me too. He is, you're right. His, when it, we're going to get there, but when he gets to the argument and he's just saying, I'm being honest. Honesty to me is, is a, is a magic bullet. That is like, if you don't like who I am, you are free to go. Peter, I think was trying so hard to be different versions of himself with every woman. Whereas Juan Pablo is so consistent. He, yeah. he, he has no, he's, it's not, he's not the deepest guy. He doesn't have the biggest vocabulary. He just wants to bang <laughs> this and, and he's honest about it. So it's like, I prefer honesty because there's no trickery involved. And I see you know, Katie nodding her head. Katie, what do you have to say? Yeah, I agree. I, I, I remember, disliking Juan Pablo more when the first time I watched it. And this time around, I was kind of like, he is just saying, like, he's saying what he feels. Like, I think he did. I don't know. It's hard to explain because I think he was a jerk about it. Yeah. But I think the guys we've had since are just such fucking tools. Yeah. And (laughs) they've been so manipulative. Yeah. Like, to me, this wasn't as bad. And I, I kind of felt like, yeah, he was pretty honest with her. And I, I always thought Andy had a bit of a stick up her butt, you know, like, I, I don't know. It's hard to say, but I just, it was, it was interesting, like over time watching it again and, and seeing how I felt about it. Anna, Anna, Tana, Anna. I didn't even introduce everybody. We have my friend Lori. We have Anna. <laughs> we have Katie. We got so off-roading because I was a beekeeper with zits. <laughs> Anna, how are you? What I'm do you good. think about Juan? I agree with you guys. I think. Um, oh my gosh, <laughs> he, he's not like he's not hiding that he's a big old fucking self-centered piece of shit. Like yeah. it's pretty clear. Like everything he says, and he's like, eh, you know, I used to do this. I was a great soccer player. Like he's so like everything about him. It's like 
but he has so many like levels of like I'm crying because it hurts to let people go but then at the same time like I also know how great I am so it's tough for them too like it's it's all these levels of emotions that he brings but he's not like like I, he's not hiding his true like like just douchebaggery like it's like I if I met him on the street and talk to him for about 10 minutes, I'd be like, okay, this guy's a douchebag. Like, come yeah. on. He's not even trying to hide it. Yeah. Yeah. He's fun. Marry he's, him. he's fun. He's sexy. And he's not going to ask you many questions about yourself. Yeah. And does he's not, does not care. And no. nor, nor would most guys like that. Like, that are hot, sexy guys that are like, most of them are probably not asking a ton of questions on if you get they a, live in the hot bubble they don't have to work for it yeah, he does not have guy. to work for it he's a former pro athlete who dates models actresses and djs he probably doesn't have to ask a ton of questions he does not need to develop a sense of humor no or any no. sort of interesting probing questions all right here we That's go not what's gonna he's be probing cr- he's a cross-eyed pepe le pew with a faux hawk <laughs> yeah. come on i respect that laurie i i could be swayed to your side but i don't like peter as much you listen to some podcasts that really w- won you over on peter i mean i need to get to sleep at night which one was the one that put you over the peter edge no i, I mean i just think peter is kind of adorable <laughs> Wait, is he still dating kelly I think he's quarantining with her. Oh, yeah. I had yeah. a friend get mm-hmm. a cameo from him, and she popped in. Ooh. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. I was How like, that, that bit they did, just did, I bet they've done that like a hundred times. How much was he gave her cameo? a rose and all this How stuff. much was the cameo? Ooh, let's look it up. I'll look it up right now. Let's do it. Let's do it for the next can we get, you know, can we get Chris a Harrison is like $400. It's crazy. I, can you give one? What's it? Peter Peter, Peter Weber? Weber. Peter Weber. One B. Peter Weber. Why am I not seeing it? Hang on. Remember how she said, uh, not what's her name? Uh, not Vanessa. What is so Kelly? The girl, Kelly. Um, kind of looks like Vanessa to me from Nick. Wow, Kyle's he's season. he's he's up there. He's one seventy five. Okay. Wow, that's pretty good. Apparently, Chris. Har- Remember, she said Kelly said that she was locked in the closet for three hours. Chris Harrison came out. I guess he does some like. I don't know, like Instagram thing, yeah, Instagram yeah. live yeah. thing, and he's like, "We don't lock people in closets, okay?" <laughs> and it's like you're being very defensive, and I yeah. don't believe you at all. <laughs> all right, well, all right. There were all sorts. Madison went on uh, uh, Caitlin Bristow's podcast and apparently said some things that upset Peter, and then it, like there was what? a little like bit what? of online beef. Like what? I saw that. What did she say? Um, she just said, you know, he texted her a couple days before going to quarantine with Kelly that he wanted to get back together with her. Okay. Okay. And, you know, she said just some other things about how she was shocked by the final rose ceremony or not right. final rose, the after the final rose. Right. Yeah. So, and he, he posted something about, you know, there's more to the story. Right. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Go. So here we are, fantasy suites, or as they were calling them more, overnights. Oh, overnights. A sleepover. Bring your sleeping bag, Claire. Yeah, we're in the cliffs of St. Lucia. It's just pretty. I'm excited to be here. I have to say it was beautiful. I was like, oh, that looks nice. I would go to St. Lucia. 
Anybody here been to St. Lucia? I went to St. Lucia for a baby, or no, it was uh, right before I got married with, uh, with my current wife. And I got so sunburned that I could not walk. And I uh, had such bad burns that my legs started to peel two weeks after I got back because the burn was that deep. So that's my experience in San Lucia. I like that you called her your current wife. And I like to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Peter's door is locked. (laughs) door is locked. She's on her way out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my current wife, as yeah, opposed yeah. to, you know, my future, <laughs> after this quarantine. <laughs> Just kidding, honey. Or your first wife, Megan Markle. Okay, yeah. so we have, so they're the overnights. It's special because there's no cameras. He was the most openly excited to bone. He was the most openly winking at the camera about like, I get to bone three ladies. Like I, like daddy doesn't have custody this weekend. And there's three people lined up. Like he is so psyched. Um, he did, first up was Claire and he did Lori's Pepe Le Pew walk around the bushes. And she said, finally, it's time for my love story. She's like, I missed you so much. Um, and then there was like, and maybe I can stay the whole night. Maybe. 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 She knows she has to play a little hard to get since she got like at the very minimum dry humped in the ocean in Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> she knows she needs to like act like it's not a sure thing, mister. Lori, thoughts? Oh, well, you know, I, I think this is even further proof that nothing happened in the ocean because clearly she's walking on eggshells. She's like, Oh, if I look at him too closely, he's going to say something about his daughter. So that's why she's playing coy. Um, I think she is completely smitten with him. Yeah. Um, What I really was noticing during this episode was, yeah, (laughs) exactly. You're doing it. You're doing it. Is how, what a good character she is. And no wonder they picked her as the Bachelorette because she's so much more compelling than any of the other characters, with the exception of of Andy, who of course also makes for good uh, good TV. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. So uh, she's into him. She is a compelling character. Michelle Collins, who helped us break down um, "Listen to Your Heart" last week, does not like her either. She does not like it. She does not like Claire. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. And then, so then we have, uh, they get a yacht. And so she brings up Vietnam, which I thought was smart of her. So she said, look, you know, when we went swimming in Vietnam, um, I know that it made you uncomfortable and I'm not sure if spending the night together is the best idea. You know, I know you want to be respectful of your daughter and cause he kept going, what are you thinking about? What are you thinking about? You know? And, um, and he, he did kind of gaslight her, kind of like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, I want to, I want to, yeah, I want to spend the night with you. It's overnight. I, it was, he didn't, he acted like, why are, what's the problem? And this is overnight, so we're going to spend the night. Like, he yeah, got- it's, it's interesting the words you guys are using. Uh, I like that you use, it was smart of her, where I would say crafty. And you're like, she is smitten with him. And I'm like, infatuated. She, to me, is very childish. 
Yeah. And, yeah. Yes. And she yes. has not matured into this episode. No, there's damage. There's definitely damage there. He, you are completely right that he wants to bone her because he cannot take his eyes off of her breasts. Yeah. It, like, oh, it, I didn't know they that. were clearly trying to edit around it, and he is just like, <laughs> like, like the coyote with the eyes bugging out. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but she is crafty to bring up, like, well, now that we're here in the overnights, um, is this going to be a good example you're setting for your daughter? Like, you know what I mean? Like, are but you going to overreact gets, this time? Well, she did get so scolded that I can see being gun shy. If somebody completely shamed her. I see that moment differently. I don't think she got scolded. I think he just pumped the brakes and she went ballistic crying about it. And she inflated that situation beyond what it really needed to be. Like, he was just like, yo, like, I just need to be fair with these other women. And maybe I'm underplaying it, but... You hated him about this three weeks ago. You hated him. You were <laughs> look, saying that... Look, I saying- love him now. <laughs> he is my best you were, friend. You were saying how he completely, like, was gaslighting her. Like, well, he was. was yeah. I don't know if I said... Did I say that? So yes. roll the tape. Yes, you did. You were like, you were like, this is... That's when you turned on him. Well, oh, yes. Well, look, he definitely was a dick. And it was like, don't, you know, yes, that was a dick move. But yes, also, she went ballistic, I think, beyond what it needed to be. Yeah. And bringing it back up now was a crafty move. It was just like, you know, what are you going to... And, it, like, does it, do, any, do any of us think she's going to say no to the overnight suite? No. 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 It's no. happening. No. Yeah. She wants no. to see that fantasy suite and he wants to see those boobies because he is staring at them the entire yacht ride. So she asked about what he thought about her family and uh-huh. then um, how she brought up how Laura, our favorite character, kept Laura, in. Laura. He goes, Laura. She goes, Is this real? It's TV. It's TV. Mom. And then the mom goes, if you're happy, I'm happy. And then she said to her mom, how long after you met daddy did you decide to get engaged? Three weeks. And then um, Laura kept saying it's a TV show. And he went, Laura, Laura. Laura, <laughs> Laura. And she was like, he, he's, he accepts my crazy family. He gets it. <laughs> Does he? When did he say that? Yeah. We didn't get to see that. We're just yeah. taking her word for it. <laughs> Katie, what did you think of all this? I don't know. I don't know. I'm very conflicted on how I feel about it, to be honest. Because I did kind of think that she got taken aback by everything. But, of course, they were going to go to the fantasy suite. Like, they try to play it like they're not. Be like, oh, no, we have morals. They don't have morals. They're going to I mean, yeah. If I, if I was her, I would have brought it up, too. Because I felt like he really rubbed her nose and dog shit about, like, totally. my, uh, you're, uh, this is a bad example. Like, how you, this was too far. And you're like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I don't want to be the hooker in front of your daughter. Like, I think she wanted to be a stepmom and a wife. And, like, I want to be respectful of Camila. Like, obviously, she's going to go to the fantasy suites. But but she had been shamed to the point I can see bringing it up. For swimming in the ocean for 30 seconds and kissing each other. Sorry. I I agree with you, Arden. Like, I would have brought it up, too. It's like, hey, like, you kind of made me feel weird last time we, like, hooked up. And 
uh, I just want to make sure, like, I'm not going to be slut shamed for mm-hmm. doing this. Like, mm-hmm. it, even if the situation, the circumstances were different, it's still like that. As a woman, like that would stay with me. Like, yeah, I would yeah, be like, yeah. I don't know. He's really weird about us hooking up on TV because of his daughter. But then, his even his response was like, Camila knows what it is with the overnights. It's like, no, she yeah. doesn't. She like, doesn't know it, and she's not watching it. Like, it's all yeah. such. It's all such bullshit. Yeah. And you have to remember, is that they swam the ocean for a minute and kissed yeah. so no wonder she's like if if he freaked out about that and yeah. slut shamed me for that and you I know he's gonna parade me down the alley with like a, yeah. a with a i don't and flog me i don't even know like, like she's so paranoid that he's gonna completely shame her times yeah. 100 what he did before well and then i think adding to what jerry's saying is there's some damage there that she's also like there's a young weird disney princess simplicity fantasy thing happening so you add that to being shamed and it's just like a recipe for extra crazy TV. Well, what you just said is sort of i think her whole narrative in my mind it's like watching her tell the story about and then i asked my mom like <laughs> How long did it take for you and daddy to get married? Uh, three weeks. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, time. And it's just her storification of this whole situation. That's why I say it's infatuation because it feels oh. so performative and fake and just like, look, you know, Laura thinks, is this real? Is this TV? And it's like, yes, Laura's right. Look at the way you're talking. It, this. Everybody can tell you are in over your head. You you are bonkers infatuated with this guy. And you think this is like Prince Charming. And he isn't. And and the the line, she had a line of something like, I'm just, I've always been the one to watch everybody else fall in love. And I've never known. And it's just like, you're creating the story around this situation. You're on The Bachelor. You're competing, and she wants to win. That she wants, she doesn't just want to win. She wants to beat Nikki. I think she's creating this fantasy land just to make it okay to crush Nikki. I wish that hmm. the next season of The Bachelorette was Jerry playing the part of Claire, getting wooed by the Bachelors. <laughs> I would <sighs> put her. I, I would love to watch that. Okay, so then. So then, I would throw my neck out. So One then, thing, Claire doesn't seem 32 to me at all. Like no. She's 32 in this show? Yes. No, no, no. She's 22. No, she's 32. But I she's, think it's because she's, she's such a baby of her family that she like. Yeah. And I think she, she was, just got her learner's permit. She's 15. I mean, it's, it's interesting watching it now knowing, oh, she's 32. And you're acting like all the 22-year-olds that we've seen the past couple of years. Do yeah. you think she brought her Judy Bloom books with her? <laughs> To the, or no? You think she was like, read to me the Babysitters Club again? Yeah. Are you there, Chris Harrison? It's me, Claire. Okay. Uh, You're giving me goosebumps. Uh, so then they go. She goes. This is freaking beautiful. I'm with my. He sounded like a mob boss when he said that. He's like, "Oh, this is freaking beautiful." This is freaking beautiful. She's like, "I'm with my future husband. I am falling in love with Juan Pablo." <laughs> and that moment's interesting. This season that has spent so much money on their trips, cheaped out because generally on like the final big date, they have one final dinner, one final 
fireworks, one final outing with dancing or the surprise band. Mm. This was just like, well, let's just get to fucking. You got to go near a yacht. So now let's just not even feed you. We're going to put you on a couch in like a sandals suite. and um, <laughs> with, so a little, with the sliders. They had like sliders. sliders. They had two sliders in a tree house. And, um, and she was like, um, she showed up in her little white dress. And she's like, do you like it? And, and he's, then, still, he's still just staring at the boobs yes. the whole time. And then he goes. Wow, I didn't and and he goes, and God, he, I watched it again this morning. He goes, I was like, wow, he is just staring. We can get to know each other better. A lot better. <laughs> she even, Lori, she even does that. a thing he where she grabs, she grabs his face and pushes it because she catches him staring. I, I, I didn't even notice any of this. But I did notice what Arden said about, she just struck me as so insecure. Yeah, and she always like strikes dress? me as inconsistent. Like but, but yeah, do you like my dress? Do you like my dress? I mean, what is he? It's like a white, like a white what dress. What is he going to say? And then she goes, today was absolutely wonderful. If things worked out, she's like, is it weird that I want to meet Camilla? Um, like, what a stupid question. Um, I would want to let her talk to her and let her know how I feel about him. Um, and then, and then basically she brought the fantasy suite. She was like, he was like, why would I not? Yeah, we're going to the fantasy suite. And she was like, um, okay. Um, <laughs> and then for go that she's, there was no dinner, no fireworks, no band. And then she, he was like, how do you feel about it? She's like, um, in Vietnam prior to that, um, we didn't talk about our conversation, about how your daughter sees things. And I want to respect you and how you feel and what you feel and how you take her into consideration. I like that. It makes me, it matters to me that it matters to you. And he goes, this is week nine. This is what it is. It's overnight. You want it or do you not want it? She's like, um, okay, I want it. Um, and then she goes, okay. As long as we're on the same page. And she goes, I am falling in love with Juan Pablo. I trust him. And Oh, um, my God. You forgot then, one other thing. The most important thing. Do you want me to say it? It's hey, so gross. Wait, wait. Let me see if I get there. Oh. She goes, this is the perfect spot to let him know what my heart feels. And then when we wake up, we will know each other a lot more. <laughs> And then he says, oh, Claire, you're so cute. I'm just so happy to be here and spend time with you. You're thinking a lot. Why are you thinking so much? Honestly, I just, I just, I'm falling in love with you. And then she did like a little baby face. Oh, the baby pouty face. The baby pouty face. Yes. And I know that you don't have to say anything back. Um, but I'm panting like a dog. <laughs> Everything has been from my heart. And it's honest through me. And um, and he goes, this heart, it was a block of ice. But now this block of ice is melted. And then she goes, she loved being blindfolded. And she's like, when you blindfolded me and you told me to trust me, I did. And and then he's like, and you trusted me right now. This is perfect. I don't want to lose him. And then they were kissing in the hot tub. And um, he's the man that I want babies with. I want to get married to him. I have never felt that about a man. This is come tr- dream come true stuff right there. And then there was crabs crawling. All right, Laurie, what do you have to say? You have the floor. What was the grossest part? The baby uh, face? The, the whole baby theme. The baby talking. 
the baby talking, the th- having babies, the baby like strokes, every like the whole baby theme. You know, the, it, it was so gross to me how like there for a second they were like, and then and then she wants to have babies with the baby. Like she, oh, I couldn't even, I couldn't deal with it. And as she was so excited about him and of course he's showing zero interest in her it reminded he looks bored he's so bored and it reminded me of um the uh, bachelor winter games when she was into that like swiss or german dude yeah and who was completely uninterested in her yeah and she was obsessed with him and I, i thought this is this is her thing that's her guy and uh, I was just uh, Lori, completely turned off by you're that. You're forgetting that she missed their appointment in the hot tub. Oh, <laughs> so. oh yeah, he clearly was German. <laughs> if that was an appointment, I know the Germans. You think I cannot mess with that What girl. was his name? What was his Christian. name? Christian. It was yes, Christian. Right. That's oh, right. my God. That's, that's right. right. The appointment in the yeah. hot tub. They had yeah. an appointment and she missed their appointment. <laughs> And he moved on. Little right. did he know that maybe, you know, if they if they would have talked in baby talk, that she might have been into him. But, oh, yeah. He dumped her, so Jerry. He was German. He ran a tight ship, and she missed her appointment in the hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> and he laid trauma. into her about it. He was like, eh, when we make an appointment, you have to show up to the appointment. And we had an appointment at the hot tub. And she was like, what the fuck? Is wrong with you? I forgot about the appointment. <laughs> <laughs> a minute, ladies, who's gaslighting who now? <laughs> if they had a fucking appointment, <laughs> and, that's oh, the whole point of an yeah, appointment. The appointment, yeah, and and, and, and again, with, <laughs> oh, all of a sudden, Christian's the bad guy, huh? <laughs> he likes a punctual woman. <laughs> I like a punctual so- woman. He was oh. so German. I read. Yes. I had so an I know. <laughs> I'm familiar with the German. Uh, yeah. You know, and then Juan Pablo, another thing that totally grosses me out about him, I love that, uh, is that he, his, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, when oh, they yeah. talk, yes. that, that is supposed to uh, suffice for expressing any kind of interest in mm-hmm. the person talking to him. He just goes, <laughs> no, he doesn't care. He, he doesn't is, care. Yeah, he I, it, it's like lothario. move along, move along. He's oh. such a lothario, and he knows how to. He does know how. He's just a fuckboy. Like he knows how to take a woman's hair and brush her hair back from her face. Even when she's mad, even when Andy showed up mad later in the, like he still touches their face and like he seems fatherly and caring when he brushes your hair behind your ear. Like he cares for you, and it's like. He's a, the, he is trouble. He is the a, whole, he's trouble. The whole youth childishness Oof. mixed with the baby face, mixed with the dead father, <laughs> yeah. mixed with the he's yeah. a father, oh, made God, this entire yeah. situation so much creepier as an audience <laughs> member. It was like, when they got on the yacht, I had the thought. I was like, he... He's just like he's babysitting, and it's just like he's just waiting to get to the situation. And it, uh, I don't know. He's got to get the appointment in the hot tub. For oh, they they kept their appointment. Yeah, I actually do need to go use the ladies' room, and I'll be right back. Ooh, I don't know about you, but things are getting so hot in here. I think I got to take. 
a pee break. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s. She looked like a million bucks. With zero qualifications. She had a Harvard plaque. Tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes about six million approximately 11 million dollars nearly 10 million dollars was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry she would probably have sex with one of her clients hide your money in your old rich men because <laughs> she is on the prowl listen to queen of the con season five the athlete whisperer on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts we're back, and we just, uh, Anna, the genius that is Tana, Anna Hosnier, just sent Jerry the link of the missed appointment for the jacuzzi. And <laughs> when, when there is an appointment for jacuzzi, and you make the appointment, and you do not make the appointment, I do not go to the living room to find the woman with the jacuzzi. <laughs> Lori, does this, uh, you're, you're muted, Lori. Does this strike you as a familiar to your ancestors. Oh, are you kidding me? Uh, it reminds me of my not-so-dear father, <laughs> who, 
with, I, I was always like, Dad, why didn't you speak German to me growing up? And he would say, well, you did not have the discipline. Oh, I was like, okay. oh. That makes a lot of sense. Well, yeah. maybe as a child. I didn't have an appointment. You don't have the appointment for the German and the jacuzzi. Exactly. Maybe you should not have been such a disappointment. Maybe you are just not my favorite. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. There you have it. My favorite point at being at your wedding was just like panicking when I met your dad and then just screaming, Dieter! At him. <laughs> and then that was all I said. And then I walked away and he just stared at me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah with lots happened. of judgment too. I'm sure. Oh, for sure. I was yeah. terrified. My yeah. twenty seconds, I interacted with him. <laughs> terrified. Okay, here we are. So we're done with Claire. Anybody at final thoughts before we move on to Andy? I he wish we had a different. He yeah. was. He was. I feel like this first fantasy. My first encounter with a fantasy suite is with on Peter's season. So now that I know like a little bit more about it, like seeing it back then in 2014 and that he, he is what he is. He was bored. He was horny. She has no chance of winning in my mind. And she is going all in on this fairy tale and it is bizarre and uncomfortable. You don't think she has a chance of winning? He's so I think he's, into her. I think he may, I think he physically, physically, physically. He, but he's not. He's, he's not mentally into anybody. So I think what he, he's he's looking for is somebody that he wants mom. to bone. So, bone, but but he does feel best. he does feel like he's casting I don't mom th- though, and yeah, that Nikki I don't think he likes her the best because I, Nikki's a pediatric nurse and he's casting who do like she's for the long haul. Who do I want to bone who would also be a good stepmom? And I think that, like, that's Nikki. But I think her, I think Claire's sort of uh, childishness is, like, puts him off. I think he's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, she's a lap dog. Like, she's, she's like the, the uh, I'm trying to think of a good example. Like, the cartoons were like, the, hey, Ralph, Ralph, you know, Ralphie, can I, can I, yeah, yeah, know, yeah. She's, she's that. And he's just kind of like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 come to the fantasy suite. We'll get this on. But Nikki, I think he feels like, in his mind, some sort of genuine connection. I think also because she's a pediatric nurse, he like elevates. He puts her a little sure. more like she's elevated. Like that's like the dream woman. Yeah. I don't think he knows what pediatric even is. I think he, <laughs> well, he doesn't know what the word default is. He, uh, yeah, he, yeah. yeah. I, I think that she quite, seems quite young as well, but we'll get oh, to yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we're at Andy. Here Last we, we saw her, they were shooting guns and her father sigh said, family members, a son-in-law and a stranger. And we're in Miami and uh, a man has to shoot guns. And then, um, Andy, uh, he goes, well, the sleepover with Claire was great. No concerns, just laying in bed and talking and laughing and cuddling. Uh, I'm so happy we decided to spend the night together. It's the best time. Spending the night with someone is the best time to get to know somebody. Okay. So then Andy, he goes, I like Andy. She's so easygoing. This is amazing. And then he did the Pepe Le Pew run up to Andy once again. And they go to a seafood fiesta. Um, and she loved it. They felt like a real couple. And there was a steel drums. And they said, 
teach us how to play steel drums. And they were like, yeah, we can't, but we'll play behind you. So you, you dum-dums can feel like you're playing the steel drums. And then um, Andy is a girl who goes with the flow. And then there was a dog and then there was kids and uh, there was a little boy, like a oh, little boy. I don't want you to be hungry. Let's get him a juice. And then she got, he got Adrian a juice. And then he was going to dump that juice on the poor kid. Like drink yeah. it. Yeah. And the kid was like, I have money. <laughs> yeah. um, and I'm, then, not, I'm not a homeless child. Like stop yeah, trying to feed my me. My family feeds me. I have money. <laughs> These clothes and, are brand new. Like yeah, just I'm get fine. away from me, weirdo. I'm fine. And then they, he goes, you play <laughs> soccer. And then they played a pickup game of soccer. And it was romance and culture. Anna. Uh, I thought it was a great moment where she's like, oh, this kid likes to play soccer. And immediately uh, Juan Pablo was like, okay, then let's play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on, show yourself, prove yourself to be the best player. Because I'm better than you. Yeah. Okay, chill out. It was a lot of people like to play soccer, Juan Pablo. It was also interesting just to see, like, they didn't know, they spent money to get them to St. Lucia. But, like, they're like, here, just go walk around here, eat a couple tacos, play in the dirt. Like, we'll get you a dune buggy. But, like, but like they're not throwing down. I feel like the budget ran out. I feel like they've run out of money towards the end of the season. Did you read that, Anna? Did that track for you? Uh, well, I think he was kind of like, yeah, I mean, Andy's cool, but let's be real. she She's not going to win. So uh, right. let's spend the money on uh, getting a yacht for Claire because she's going to need it or she'll cry. Right. And uh, a nice, more earthy, cool, like, fun trip for Nikki. And, and then, you know, I'll just, like, walk around with Andy. Oh, that's interesting. It was okay. just like, he was clearly, I think, aware who he wanted to impress and who right. he was just kind of like, okay with. Well, then they found there was a dune buggy that had no windows and they drove in the river through a pothole into the jungle. All right. So we now have our boat, that our car that drives into the ocean. The, what is the one that Jerry wanted even more than the car? Jerry the wanted. Pl- I wanted a seaplane. You wanted the seaplane. Oh yeah. Now there's the dune buggy. I looked up sea seaplane lessons. How much are they? I don't know. Great. I, I didn't get that deep into it. I read some dude's story on how you got to like learn how to fly a plane first, and then you right. go do the seaplane thing. And <laughs> okay. I was like, ah, I'll just get a Rolex. Why don't we just get a? Well, I think we should all just like go in on a truck that drives into the ocean. I mean, that sounds ideal. That was a blast. I loved that. So then they stopped the car and they went to steep steps to a waterfall that with really murky looking water in front of like really chalky, dark gray pool of water. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm glad he goes, I'm glad you're here. She's like, what did you, everyone was like, what did you think of my family? What did you think about my family? Like, no one likes anybody else's family. Let's just start with, like, everyone's like, yeah, they're fine. They're your family. Um, and she's like, and she's, he's like, you know, real questions. Your dad was very straightforward. Your sister, mom, great, easy, wanted to bone me. Dad, father had good questions. <laughs> You're a dad. I'm a dad. He's got three other girls. Come talk to me when she's the only one. All right, sir. All right. Hi. Ha, ha, ha. Let's get you in a one piece because you look so cute in a one piece. And they went into that incredibly dirty water and went under the waterfall. And she's like, this is crazy. In a week, I could be engaged. And, but I need a man in my life. Thoughts. Who wants to take the floor? Raise your hand. Who wants to go first? Also, okay. Let me start here. 
It's interesting hearing the perspective that her date walking around having tacos and then playing soccer is like the non-impressive date. And on paper, I get that, like as far as like a financial spreadsheet. I will say the walking around, when I think about it though, she, she talked about like, I do want someone who's good to travel with. And it's like, when I think about relationships, that's the stuff I think about. Like these yachts and things are in seaplanes aren't sustainable. Like, mm-hmm. how are you when you walk around and you they look were, at other things? They were actually it, cute. They were actually cute walking it felt, together. It felt like more of a substantive date. It felt like, oh, this is a real couple. I know she has no chance of winning. Yeah. And so maybe that's why it is the way it is because they're just whatever. But, you know, her playing soccer with those kids, like that's an interesting memory. Whereas Claire on a yacht, like they just want to make out. They're just making out because there's no, that's all they have. And him and Andy really don't have the physical connection. So they really do chat. But she did look miserable in that waterfall. She's just like constantly like sweeping the. She's like, it looks really too much dirty. water. <laughs> it looked dirty. Like I think they had fun on their one in New Zealand, and then this one just felt murky. Anna, uh, I yeah, I mean, I agree. I would like a date like that, you know. But I I do think he uh, he caters them based off like the person, you know, because Claire just seems so high maintenance, you know. Um, well, yeah, no, I, I, I would have loved to go to that waterfall, but it, I, I don't know if Andy is that outdoorsy. No, I think she's high maintenance. Yeah. She, she wants to shoot those guns indoors. Yeah. yeah. She, she's the same person that doesn't want her makeup to be touched. So, uh, yeah. you know, I, I think, though, I appreciate what you had to say, Jerry, about that, because a, a lot of the criticism around The Bachelor is that they – I mean, clearly, they live in this bubble for two months with no interaction with the outside world. So when you have a window into how you may potentially interact with people outside of that bubble, even if you're acting like a creep with little kids or, you know, how you're going to interact with the band members or are you going to treat this person who's giving you your taco like well or are you going to treat them like shit i think all of that can be a good sign about whether mm-hmm. you're compatible but that's also not what the show is about in many ways it's about living in this bubble um but i i i felt like it was a pretty a pretty fun date you know he was incredibly sweaty i'm not sure if you noticed that i did it was really uh, hot she kept saying how really hot, hot. It was. that yeah. part didn't seem ideal to me yeah um, you know, the waterfall thing was kind of cool, but it, I, I, I would have liked to squeeze through the crevices more than hanging out at that waterfall in this last episode. I mean, I guess, I guess if I had to take one, I would have had to take the dirty waterfall because I would have had the <laughs> panic attack going into the crevices. So as much as I'd rather be at the actual destination with the crevices, getting me in and out would have been like... <laughs> Watching, trying to give a cat a bath, and then trying to give a cat a bath and dragging it between two bricks <laughs> for like a mile, and then putting. I mean, it would have been really not, a real boner killer for everybody. Oh, it is weird hilarious. that she got waterfalls twice. Like, yeah. oh, we're just we're doing this again. Okay, I, I'm going to be a total creep and say she looks so cute in a one piece bathing suit. She mm-hmm. and, I, and then I thought, I want to get my boobs done. 
<laughs> and I think the sheer fact that her boobs are like not getting pulled down by the way, but like still upright and two like grapefruits just placed right there. Like if the fact that that could, they could just be right there and not get like tugged down by the straps. I was like, I need to go get mine jacked up. Do you I, think she does I, have it? Or I mean, she either, she either does or she has just terrific old boobies, which is possible. Some people do. See, I can't a really tell of, that kind of stuff. My, if I was a betting woman, if I was a betting woman with them that big, look, some people have spectacular boobs. If I was a betting woman, I might have guessed she might have had a little. Uh-huh. I don't know. <laughs> they're too. They're too thrilling in a one piece. Up, they're too upright. But maybe, but but truly, some people have just have terrific boobs. So she might have won the lottery. What do you think, Anna? <laughs> Sorry, um, I was on her Instagram recently. Um, just curious what she's been up to. And uh, yeah, no, she had some really good like one piece bikini, uh, not bikini swimsuit pics. And she looks great. I mean, I don't know if they're real or not. They Whoever seem real, them. If, they, if they aren't I real, I, if they aren't real and I wasn't me because I would never go under for some, I would never, like, I'm too chicken shit to do that. Mm-hmm. But, like, if I was the kind of person, I would be like, give me the Andy Dorfman. You know, Give me the Andy Dorfman. Yeah, yeah there yeah. she is. There yeah. she is. They're great. I, well, one thing I will say, speaking of Andy Dorfman's Instagram, uh, is she did something just like a couple days ago. That was incredible. Great there. She, yeah, she's got some good, she looks good. (laughs) Uh, She packed like hundreds of bags for essential workers. It looks like single-handedly. It didn't even look like she was doing it for any kind of promotion. She just packed all of the, you know, disinfectant and soap and all sorts of things for a I know it was really, it was really kind. Anyway, that's all right. that's the good deed for the week. I can't wait till this is all over and you can give us a full what happened to Andy Dorfman. Okay, so then um, so then they go they go to Bukan Hotel and Restaurant. They have a couch for dinner, and um, I want to make sure she's not pushing herself. She told me she badly wanted to fall in love, but I want to make sure nothing is forced. Now, you mentioned you badly wanted to fall in love. How do you feel? Because um, I don't think forcing things works out that badly. She's like, well, knowing that you have a daughter, that there's a child involved, it's serious to me. I worry. Um, you know, it's, I think I'd rather overthink it than underthink it. Um, and she goes, you are concerned. She's like, well, can I tell you something? And he goes, I listen to every word. I pay close attention. Um, nope. And then she's like, do you think about like, if it could be me? Um, and he goes, I think about it all the time. How would she move? Could she take the bar exam? Um, and then she says, I think if he, does he think I'd be a good mom? And do you think I would be a good mother? And he said, I don't know. Um, thoughts on this conversation, Jerry? I mean, remember it for later. He said, are you forcing it? And she's like, no, I'm in. Uh, But you can see the beginning of what was likely, what likely happened in the fantasy suite later that we don't get to see. Yeah. You can see her start to sort of press uh, with more sort of probing, introspective questions. 
he seemed to have answers about it. Like, he's like, yeah, I wonder if you will want to move. Like, everything you said. I mean, that's what he said. Like, she'd have to take the bar exam. Da, da, da. Like, those are actually, like, yeah. thought-through questions. Yeah, and she goes, well, do you think I would be a good mom? And he's like, well, I don't know. You're not a mom, which is such a weird non-answer. Uh, you can still have an opinion on whether or not you think somebody would be a good mom, if even if they don't have a child. Like, that was such a deflection and uh, whatever. That's that's just Juan Pablo in a nutshell. But yeah, I'm saving it. I'm saving it. Laurie, thoughts? <laughs> well, you know, the only thing I have to say about this is that it's it, clearly whether you like Andy or not, she is about 500 times smarter than all of the other contestants at this point. Yes. And he, yes. he, she's yes. out of his league. Um, and because he can't handle all of her very pertinent and valid questions and answers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. 100%. So, then, so then he goes, well, there's an overnight key. And then is this serious to you? And he goes, you can ask me tonight as many questions as you want. Um, and then we woke up in the morning. He goes, I am on cloud nine. Um, I can envision, she is, I can envision, she's so pretty. She's wife material. Andy could be the one. He had the best time. I had a great night. I'm so happy. We talked and we laughed for hours and hours. I like her smile. She's so cute. She has cute little rounded cheeks. Andy could be the one. Um, and then we see cut to Andy going, I could not wait to get out of the fantasy suite. My jaw dropped. That was such a masterful twist. Yeah. The way they did that yeah. with him being like, oh man, we it had turned- the best night. And she's like, get me off this <laughs> island. And he says, she says it turned into a nightmare. I saw a side of him. I didn't really like, it was a disaster. I hope he didn't think that was a good date. He didn't let me talk about feelings or something from my past. He was always him telling me his own story. He asked nothing about me. He didn't care who I am, what I thought, or what I want in life. And um, the amount of stories that were about him, name dropping, him saying that he had an overnight with Claire was so inappropriate to me. I don't need him to tell me about an overnight date with someone else. I didn't even ask. He doesn't get him. I want to smack him across the face. He has no filter. He thinks he can say whatever he wants to say, and everyone is going to laugh and fall in love with him, and it's all fun and games, and it's offensive, and it's not funny, it's not humorous, and it's not cute. Was I an idiot? Was I blind? Um, I knew it was. I know it's not going to work, but I can't be fake about it. I know he's not the one. Ooh. Wow. Okay, I'm going to start. In my 20s, (laughs) I had numerous dates. Look, I was raised by JJ. I knew how to keep a conversation going. I am a massive, nervous people pleaser with social anxiety who likes to keep things smooth and running, which helps when you're a podcast host because you can keep conversation going with anybody. But I remember going on dates with guys who never asked me one question and I could keep the conversation going and I'm a good time and I'm, I can be funny or whatever. And they thought we had the best date because they talked about themselves the entire night and they just thought we had the greatest time. 
and you just feel like you're driving. You're like, oh my god, they're not going to ask me one fucking question. Arden, we are the same person. We we are the same human being. Tell me, Jerry, Jerry. I have had the the same conversation where I I go on dates. Yeah, and I can keep it going. I that ball will not drop. Yeah, and I can see in my eyes. That they are like, this is the one. Yeah. This is going great. And in my mind, I'm like, I got to get out of here because this person has nothing to say. I like, I can't, I'll keep it going for yeah. another couple hours. Yeah. No problem. But, yeah. but I can see them just like, what a wonderful, this is great. Yeah. 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 What's your birthday? What's your birthday? January 21st, Aquarius. Interesting. I'm a Sagittarius. You've been to my birthday party. Um, It's really, it, I remember, it's a really interesting, I remember going on a date and a guy was actually like doing more of the questions and it was so uncomfortable. I was so shocked. (laughs) It was so (laughs) unusual to me that somebody had all these questions. And I, it's like a, it's really, um, I bet Juan Pablo really believed that they had this great date and thought he was nailing it and thought he was wooing her and talking about himself, talking about himself. And, and I've had that experience where you start to try to share a story and people just talk at you like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. That reminds me like. When there's, because he's the bachelor, so it's all about Juan Pablo. So this mm-hmm. is your moment as you to be like, this is who I am, you know. And like, I have had that, and and I've also had it like at first, like okay, I can keep this going for a little bit, but then when when I hit my fill of it, I'm I've been out, you know. Just like, are you are you? I bet she didn't sleep with him. Do you think she slept with him, Lori? No. I can't, he, I, I can't imagine. Did he that. sleep with Claire? I'm sure. I'm sure they did. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe they slept with Andy. Maybe all this stuff happened after, but I, I did not she, didn't, wasn't there a quote like in the upcoming, in the Women Tell All, didn't she say, I just closed my eyes and waited for it to be over? Yeah. Oh! So there was an upcoming yeah. quote. <laughs> I think they slept together because I think that's a part of the reason why she was so mad is that she fucked him and then he ate, he acted like this and she was like just so mad at herself for having sex with oh him. you're right. right you're right oh my god that's yeah, you totally it you're right maybe yeah i am mad you wouldn't yeah. be that mad she you wouldn't have been like, that mad what no, was i, I doing yeah I don't, right. I don't remember what happens after this, so it's so you know I can't it's wait to true. find out it's true because if i think about it if i think about some of those dates if i think about some of those dates if then i'd slept with them I would have been so mad. I'm yeah. like, oh my God, I fell for it and this piece of shit. I How imagine. I, yeah, Anna. I imagine he has sex like an American psycho where he's like looking in the mirror and like. <laughs> 100%. Oh my God, you're right. Oh my God, you're right. Oh. Yeah. That's so good. That's oh. so good. Oh, um, that's horrible to think about. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. All right. Does anybody have anything to say before we move on to Nikki? Because because Claire hasn't come back yet. Yeah, Wait. no, no. I, I, I'm going to save it. I'll save it. Okay. 
Wait, you mean Andy hasn't come back yet? Andy hasn't, Andy come, hasn't back. come back yet. <laughs> yeah. But like, because this part of their date is done and we're about to have Nikki. Does anybody have anything they want to say? I'm good. Not okay. about Andy. Does anybody Not yet. Not yet. All right, we're take a break. Bone zone. Let's get in the bone zone, guys. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in LA. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s. She looked like a million bucks. With zero qualifications. She had a Harvard plaque. Tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately eleven million dollars. Nearly ten million dollars was all gone. Employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, season five, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Here we are, Nikki. All right, here we go. Well, all right. Uh, so we see Juan Pablo with a horse, and he's all excited. And he was like, "Well, 
the day with Andy was great. It was Claire. I got to see Claire in a bikini all day. <laughs> that was so grody. Don't say oh. that out loud. Just don't say it out oh. loud. And oh, it gets up worse. Comes, up oh. comes Nikki in her fringe bikini top and her crazy gaucho pants, um, walking through, f- looking at fruit in a field. And, and then he makes a joke of like, oh, well, she says, what if I didn't wear pants today to go on the horse? She's like, oh, no pants, just a thong on the horse. Ha, oh. ha, ha, ha. Oh. He liked picturing her pantsless riding the horse. That was, I mean, I never really noticed the outfits, but what the hell was that outfit? Yeah. I, I mean, she looked like, it was like Saturday Night Fever or something. It was crazy. It was yeah, I don't, so. What was that? It was heaven. <laughs> <laughs> was it really? Look, it was really sexy. It was, it was really rocking. Sexy. It was, the upper half was fantastic. Really? Um, it was just bizarre. And it was hey, so Paget sent Anna. Paget sent Anna a fringe bikini. It, here's the thing she that did. stood out to me about, about it. She shows up in that outfit and it's like, I'm gonna what? Okay. And but then she says, and there's Juan Pablo looking so sexy. And I went in a tank top. In, in a, a tank in top. cargo shorts. <laughs> in a tank top. In a tank top. <laughs> He's, why is she even commenting on his outfit when she's wearing this like bohemian sex po- goddess? It's type like Pocahontas, sexy Pocahontas. Yeah, she's like dances with wolves in a farm. And he's in like old Navy cargo dad. Yeah, he's just like, I just got done mowing the lawn. Throw me a Miller Lite. <laughs> I mean, but it's, it's, it's remarkable to me that you think that her outfit was sexy. Well, it is. It's, it's revealing. I was it's so revealing. confused by it. I would have her been so bazooms confused. look incredible in that thing. Her bazooms looked good, and the her bazooms <sighs> and the friend. I need to get better at looking at this stuff. Yeah, and then and then the talk about the thong. I was just like, why are we? <laughs> I think so she she wore she picked a top to really be like, are you sure I'm not gonna win? Like that yep. top was. You know, I dare you to not pick. You know what happened? The producers were like, okay, look, the footage we have on the yacht with Claire is he's trying to determine what the boobs look like. He will not stop staring. So what we're going to do with Nikki is we're just going to show him. Yeah. We're just going to reveal and we're gonna, it. And, and we're going to have like, like almost like um, burlesque fringe. Yeah. Hanging. And that way. There's a show. Will, There's a his show. peripheral vision will take, do the heavy lifting and he will be able to stare at her face. Oh, it was a tactical maneuver. And then, um, some, oh, so then she says, there's a difference between being a nice guy and being a strong person. I'm a strong person, meaning I'm a biatch, biatch. And <laughs> I need somebody to match that. It's like, well, I, at least you know who you are. And then she says, oh, she is very happy. I can see it in her smile. Um, and then she says, um, the, his dad said to Juan Pablo, I want you to be 100% certain. And he, said to, and he says to her, and I told him I'm not 100% certain. Um, and then she says, I'm ready. 
you are what I want. I'm crazy about this guy. It's scary, but I know I'm in love with this guy. And they go to the hotel at the beach and he goes, ay, 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 you're thinking a lot today. <laughs> oh my God. That's <laughs> like one of his five phrases. Oh. I can't believe I have a notebook that says, ay, 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 you're thinking a lot today. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And he goes, um, when you asked, are you ready? You asked because you have doubts? That's what she said. And then she's like, well, I mean, I'm ready to choose you for good. And she's, he's like, well, here's a fantasy suite. And then he goes, Nikki could be a good parent for Camilla. She's very pretty. He's already um, decided. He's already decided. Um, I, and then she goes, I have to tell Juan Pablo how I feel. It means a lot to me. I love you. You probably already know that. He goes, I didn't know that. Um, I knew then, you like me. Yes, I knew you like me. And then she, he goes, I don't know what to say. I love kissing Nikki. I oh. can't wait to know more about Nikki. Oh. He was so thinking, he, I mean, uh, he was just thinking he was being so slick and so sneaky, being like, it's best to get to know people after dark. No cameras around. <laughs> Oh, sorry, sorry, thought. Okay, well, again, at the beginning of their date, I was thinking she seems so young, and I think he made a comment about how how like after the thong and the butt cheeks like gyrating on the horse, he said uh, that he you know that he she seemed young and that he liked her yada yada, which was kind of creepy to me. Uh, but then he also said. She's very excited to see me. She's, <laughs> I thought that was so funny. I'm like, that encapsulates Juan Pablo. Mm-hmm. She's very excited to see me. I remember seeing it right before she saw her family. She was excited like that. She's excited to see me. Yeah, okay. That's the guy who thought, I had a great day with him. I had a, I had I a great day. I told him I talked about myself for 12 hours. I, I made a flex in the mirror as I made love to her. <laughs> and he loved it. I loved it. I told her all about Juan Pablo. She's excited to see me. Yeah, yeah. And so then, you know, and, and I also appreciated, I appreciated his honesty when she ta- he was talking about uh, her father and said, you know, I would be lying if I said I was 100% certain. So I did appreciate that honesty. And um, and then, of course, she got a little bit paranoid about that. But then when he was talking about what he liked about her, <laughs> I felt like two of his adjectives was like, she's pretty. She's sexy. She's pretty. She's yeah, yeah. sexy. And she's, yeah. And, and, oh, she cares about people. And she's good looking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on. Maybe I could teach her to DJ. Yeah, but I thought that was so telling when when she was very excited to be with me. She's very excited to see me. She was very excited. We had a great date. I didn't ask her anything. So then I love that you had that too, Jerry. I love that you had that too. What's that? Dates where people thought it's going great. And you're it, just, yeah. It's, it's, I, and I feel awful when it's happening, but it's just like, oh man. But I'm also getting angry when it's happening. It's like, are you but really also, not going to ask me any fucking questions? The, 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 and, and that's all I'm doing is just like, I'm asking questions and I'm listening and da, 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 da. Yeah, and they're yeah, just yeah. like, oh my God, this, uh, this guy's listening to me and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I got to get out of here. This is awful. 
Yeah. And then, but there is that part of me that's like, I feel guilty. Because you know they thought they had a great job. They're into it and I'm not. And yeah. I, but what are you supposed to do? Be like, hey, I'm not into this. Can we be done? Like, that's no, so rude no, and mean. No. So you have to just kind no, of let never it run get its it. course. They're never going to get it. There is and then a, just it's not. Like a, it's like a time vampire. It's somebody that like, no. they think that it's great because it's all about them. And like, right. They, right. they can't wait to chat again and talk about themselves because they suck it all out of you. Right. No, I can't. Yeah, I can't do it again. So here we are at the rose ceremony. There was very little to actually talk about with Nikki. Um, and he goes, I do not. So they're sitting there. They have the, their Pier 1 picture frames out with Chris Harrison. And he goes, I do not, I do not know what I'm going to do. Um, there's good things. I like these girls. And then Chris goes, you like them. I mean, you like your sister. He goes, it was lost in translation. You know, um, and then they I have go, a question about this scene. Yes. So he sits down with Chris Harrison. Yeah. And it, it, the conversation largely turns to miscommunication. Mm-hmm. What does that mean exactly, Juan Pablo? You say you like these girls, but what is that? I like you as a guy. Like, what does that mean that you like them? Like, was this scene sort of quote unquote written? to absolve him of the things that were occurring outside of the show? Oh, that maybe it had already started airing and they were trying to... Lori, yes, no. was this... Okay. I think there's... I think... Let's remember this moment. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. We'll come back <laughs> and, to this. And we'll come back to this. So, okay. So that, I wasn't sure if they were being like, hey, America, remember, English is his second language, so he doesn't always say the right things. And here, we're just reminding everybody about right. that. All right. We're going to start. We're going to have this be on the... So that has been placed onto the gaming table. Because we'll that's talk what this whole that. scene was. Yes. I was like, so what is this happening? So then they, they do something that has never happened before or since. Final thought videos from the girls. Yes. So they have that's never happened, and they're like, they, you know, they were so excited about this. It was like, I love you, Juan Pablo. Had a great time, Juan Pablo. Thanks for yeah. talking to me. The family. And then we get to Andy, and Andy's like, Did he wait? Did he sleep with Nikki? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> um, yeah. In a cowboy hat. Oh yeah. yeah. In a thong. Yeah, yeah. Put the, put the fringe himself. thing back on. Put the fringe thing back yeah. on. So she says, there is no there is no doubt in my mind that this is not the guy for me. Juan Pablo doesn't take this seriously. Not once did he ever take this seriously. I learned plenty about him. Um, and the but, shot uh, they're using of her walking around made her look, Yeah, I, I hate to say it, made her look so like like a grandmother, like a like a a widowed grandmother walking her grounds you know what i mean like the family has left her and she's she's forced to tend to the vineyards on her own yeah and i was just like what is happening why does she look 90 like it just was was weird it's upsetting how little he knows about me i want to be done with this i want to move on i'm leaving let's remember that line and then she goes i like i just want to pack my stuff up and go i want to be done i want to get this over with i like andy i really like andy um and then so she's like she's like uh so then she's like well mom pablo i didn't know what to expect and then i was like but i have a few things i want to say to you in person so that she shows up and she's like, how have you been? She goes, I've been better. Like, <laughs> hmm. 
He goes, well, I wanted to find love. And she goes, I wasn't in love with you. It's not going to work. It's not meant to be. Um, and then I was like, okay, all right, cool. Great. She just say that and leave. And he goes, okay, yeah. Great. okay. Great. Um, she goes, but no, she, he goes, he says, okay. And she goes, no, 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 it's not okay. Not okay. <laughs> I gave up. <laughs> I left my family. I left my friends. I left my job. I missed a wedding. No, no, Juan Pablo. It's not okay. And when you say that it's okay, that bothers me. He goes, well, Andy, it's your decision. It's okay. Um, you don't have feelings for me. English is my second language. Um, I respect you. I like as a woman, as a person, I appreciate you. It's sad. It's sad. I like Andy. It's okay. Um, I'm not going to die. And she goes, I'm going to die if I hear it's okay. Again, have some emotion about it. And he goes, it makes me sad. This is so sad. And then she goes, well, what about last night? The fantasy suites. Do you think that that went well? Um, he goes, well, she goes, do you think that when you tell me that you had an overnight with Claire, how else would I take that? He goes, I was being honest. It's fine. Um, and oh. then she, she said, being here has been really difficult. Do I appreciate honestly, honesty? Absolutely. Do I think you take it f- too far? Absolutely. It hurts my feelings. I, I resent you treat me like I'm being here by default. That you said I barely made it here. It's offensive. He's like, I didn't say that. I didn't. And she says, well, there's a big difference between being honest and being an asshole. You didn't get to know me. You don't know what religion I am. You don't know what political party I am. Do you have any idea? He goes, what's my religion? She goes, you're Catholic. He's like, okay. That was <laughs> such a wonderful moment to see him just be like, <laughs> And then he goes, I'll just finish it out and then we can lay it all on the big buffet for everybody to go. She goes, don't say it's okay ever again. And she goes, you're gaslighting how it comes, how it comes off. Um, it's arrogant. I'm disappointed. Um, I, and then he goes, I don't want to argue anymore. You're, and you're putting words in my right mouth. And then she goes, he doesn't see it. It's not a language barrier. I am certain this is not the guy for me. Um, I, I, are my standards too high? This is how she got the bachelorette. Are my standards too high? Will I know it when I see it? Will I still want something if it's familiar? And then she's in a caravan. She goes, it's offensive. It's okay. He's probably saying it's okay right now. It's belittling. And that was their interaction. I'm going to let Lori go first. Lori, you, or do you want to have the closing argument, Lori? Oh, no, I'll go first. Okay. Yeah! Yes! Oh, <laughs> Yes. All right. You know, I might ask for a rebuttal. I okay. like I like everything that's happened. Okay. I, like, you, I can feel you gearing up. Okay. I, I just want to watch you gear up a little bit more. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> okay. Oh, this well, is so good. Well, first of all, I forgot about these videos. They used to do these videos all the time. That was sort oh, of sum up their experience. Okay. And, you know, I don't even... <laughs> I just watched it yesterday. I don't even remember what Nikki said. Claire, because she's so compelling and she's such an interesting presence, like she's talking to the freaking camera like he's right in front of her. So you can, you know, I was like, Claire clearly is going to be a great bachelorette. And then Andy's like, suck a bag of dicks. I'm coming over in two minutes. And so a couple things. One, 
I believe they deleted a portion of this interaction between Juan Pablo and Andy because she asked him what her religion was and he didn't know. And she was like, I'm Jewish. And then, and then she uh, uh, accurately said that he was Catholic. Secondly. Wait, 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 wait. I didn't understand that. So they edited out apparently. He asked her what you yeah, are. So she, she basically was like, you don't, you don't ask any questions about me. What, you know, like what, what's my religion? There was some interaction where she asked him and he didn't know that she was Jewish. And she oh, said, oh, I'm oh Jewish. got yeah. it, got it, got it. Um, and then she appropriately identified that he was Catholic. Okay. So now she, after Were this they trying thing, like, to hide the fact that she was Jewish? I think in general, I don't know. I can't answer that. I think in general, they try to, and probably appropriately, honestly, avoid religion. Any, any avoid. Religion. I mean, outside of like God, I love yeah, God. Yeah, I know that's why uh, Madison religion, was so politics, weird. Madison was unusual. It's never exactly that yeah. religious. Yeah, okay. I mean, usually there's some sort of like weird sort of Kathy, under underpinnings Kathy. of evangelical Christianity yeah. around yeah. like virginity, but whatever. Um, so. She sort of was the mouthpiece of of women everywhere at this time because when this happened, it was like the first mic drop, and perhaps Juan Pablo helped invent the word gaslighting because he, to me, was so infuriating during this conversation. Like her or not, you know, and I can admit that Andy's not the most likable character, but the fact that he is identifying what she should feel. So it's okay. As an example, it's okay. It's okay. That he is trying to identify his feelings that it's okay as sort of the objective reality in which they are interacting in was so infuriating. If you felt, you know, strongly for this, like I've wasted my time here trying to give this a shot and you're just going to completely invalidate my feelings being like, whatever, I don't care. It's okay. And so that was maddening to me. Um, And, you know, of course he told her you barely made it or default, whatever. He, he, He expressed the feelings that like she barely made it. She spent all this time. He's speaking, you know, he's speaking as if, his feelings are the objective reality. And then, you know, of course, she he was like touching her face and being really patronizing. And he's trying to be cute with her, which would have pissed me off even more. Yes, Laurie. <laughs> yes, Laurie. And, you know, and 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 then the, the most irritating part was at the end when he sort of said, he doesn't, he doesn't want a woman to have any kind of feeling. He was like, you know what? If she would have come to me and said, I don't want to be here, I would have been crushed. But then when she started to argue with me, who is always right, and my experience is the way she should feel as well, then good riddance, goodbye. You know, you can't force anybody to, you, oh, and I quote, you can't force someone to spend the rest of my life with me. The rest of my life with me, not the rest of you. You can't force someone to spend the rest of your life with me or one's life, my Hi. life with me. Okay, now, Lori, coming back to the place, the placeholder of what Jerry put on the table to start with this, you now have that first piece of him asking, did they have that conversation of the language barrier? You asked to table it. Please. Oh, no, I'm asking. Lori. I'm, I'm, I am. I'm just asking you to remember this 
for a post conversation. Oh, oh. that's what I'm asking you to. Okay, do. I would like to go next, and I oh. would yes. I I apologize. Please. One last thing is that we can see now with the edit of this program that uh, they are not giving Juan Pablo a great edit in The Bachelor right now. And the reason for that is production hated him. Oh. He is quite possibly one of the most hated people. You know, Chris Harrison has said, you know, that Juan Pablo was talking about Will, talking about himself in the third person. Well, you oh, don't know Juan. He, he was widely hated by production. Why? Why? Tell me. Tell me. I guess he was just a dick. I guess he was just really challenging to work with. Uh, and so they, you know, they, this edit for him, you know, starting, I think they probably didn't like that he made all these horrible comments and was get, you know, giving the, the franchise a bad look, but they also didn't like him as a person. And so this was, and then they're giving Andy this moment to shine in the sun. And so, you know, one could also speculate that maybe she left the scene so she wasn't that runner up so she would have a better uh entry into potentially being the bachelorette which was uh, of course announced after this episode final question Lori: yes. do you think she stayed in that conversation for a really long time at a certain point i'm like all right you don't like them you've said it you can go did you think she stayed too long in that conversation? Um, I think they probably were, they were forced to sit there. You know, I think they probably were, the production was like, let's, let's milk this, just squeeze this lemon as much as we can and get it completely dry. So they can pull various things out of their conversations. I'm, I'm sure. I bet you half of these conversations are five times as long. Um, so probably, but you yeah. know, he, he was part of it too. All right, Jerry, you can go next. Jerry, you're up. Are go. you sure? Go, yeah. Jerry. Go, Jerry. Go. Right. I sat up. I, I, I lie down most of these times. I'm sitting up for you. I'm right. gonna, and it's going to be Anna and Katie, and then I'm going to have the final, the final final. Let me start because I don't want this to seem like I think – Juan Pablo was right and she was wrong or, or vice versa. In, I think what was so compelling about this moment is I kept going back and forth and being like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like this was such an interesting argument between self-centered dude and a, and blinded girl. And it, but let's go back. She says, before she goes over there, well, before they even had the overnight, he's like, are you sure? Are you forcing this? And then they have this night where apparently he just talks about himself the entire time. And, and she doesn't like this person. And uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm laughing because you're, you can't type to me. You just say, yell at me. Just yell at me. How is she blinded? This is what I'm saying. She, Lori just typed in chat. How is she blinded? (laughs) She's blinded because he asked her straight up. Are you forcing this? And she's like, nope, I'm into it. And it's like, no, you aren't. You don't like this guy. You never have. This guy has not given you one thing about himself that you as a smart, 
lawyer with a strong family background would find intriguing. This guy is empty. He's an empty vessel for you. And you've gone along with it the entire way. Hook, line, and sinker. Okay. And now you have this, this overnight. And, there's, and here's the, the effed up thing. There's nothing more after this besides a proposal. There's no more trips. There's no more waterfalls, yachts, dinners. So, of course, now she can be like, oh, I don't like this guy. So it's a little convenient that she's had this epiphany now. And I'm just like, uh. And then she goes, I just want to be done with it. And I'm like, good, good girl. You, you own your thing. You've found your truth. Own it. But then she doesn't. She goes and she has this fight. And while you may be right, Lori, that this is, you know, scripted, you know, they were probably forced to have a longer conversation than was comfortable. What do you want from this guy? He has a five-word vocabulary. Three of the words are okay. He he can't (laughs) give you what you want. And he doesn't want to argue. He doesn't like conflict. He wants to just say... she wasn't going to win either. She wasn't going to win anyway. There's nothing... There's no emotion you're going to... There's no blood from a stone here. And she's just like... It's infuriating. You, you, you know, I want you to be more, you want this guy to be something he isn't. And it keeps going and going. And here's another thing from a dude's perspective. <laughs> the moment you go, I don't like you, I'm not into you, then you have no more control over this situation because I can just now leave because I owe you nothing now. Like, it's this, this is, I don't owe you some like, fantasy tearing my hair out clawing my eyes out thing in fact if you tell me you don't like me i'm going to make sure you don't get any of that i'm going to extract extricate myself from the situation which is going to infuriate you more because that's how i'm going to win and that's how he wins and it's it, it, it's interesting it's effed up but that's the the reality is she wants to sort of she wants to show how empty this whole, like what a charade this has all been. And he's like, yeah, all right. Okay. You feel that way? Peace out. And she's like, no, 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 no. I need you to be upset. And he's like, well, I'm not going to be. And she's like, no, no, no. And that's, that's what this fight becomes is she got taken for a ride. He's and, and she can't, she's not going to be able to turn him into this, what she wants now. It's too late. And she's already told him at the outset, you're not the guy. And he's like, so what? I got two other girls right over here. That's the situation. Katie Katie and Anna. Uh, You're muted. um, First, I was going to say, Jerry, did you ever see yourself a year ago from now really deeply analyzing people's behavior on this reality show? (laughs) And I'm going to go run into traffic. Wait, there's no cars on the road? Damn it! Uh, I want to say I'm very proud of you. Like, you're really watching it critically, and that's huge. You've come a long way. You've come a long way. Now, Katie, you are Thanks, Hannah. Good job. I know, What's you've that? done great. You had a she's buttering me up because she's about to skewer me, <laughs> no, and I just, no, no. I can't. Katie, rewatching it, you had a thought about this that you were saying. Well, I just, I honestly didn't think he was that bad. I, I didn't think he was as bad as I remembered it being, and I think it's because 
he was being honest and he was just kind of being like, yeah, like this is fucking me. Take it or leave it. Take it or leave it. Whereas the guys now are way more manipulative. They say whatever they want. They think the girl wants to hear just to like get that. Like just and I think and the the dudes and Peter's like crocodile tears over everything trying to be this good guy. I just didn't buy that. Whereas yeah. Juan Pablo, it, you're absolutely right. He's, He's just, this what do you want me. from me? Okay, me. I, I'm going to do the, here we go. I'm gonna, I, I can hear both sides because on the one, I did go back and forth. On the one hand, I saw, I saw <laughs> being, I saw making somebody, I used to get crushes on people that I think were actually very boring, but like, I would be like, oh, they're just shy. You know, I would construct a false thing and give somebody more depth than they had. And, and I think that it was sort of her like Goldilocks waking up and realizing like, whoa, oh my God, like he didn't ask me anything. I slept with this guy. Oh my God, he didn't ask me anything. Like, but has he asked her anything? Hey, hey, I interrupted you, Jerry. You had a whole. Don't gaslight me, Arden. Okay. So he hasn't asked me anything. And like, being mad at herself for falling for it. And I can see how he is belittling. And I can see how he is like, you are my special ones. The moms are my special ones. And like, oh, you're thinking a lot. Like he is belittling and stares at boobs and like he's gross. Like he's super grody. And yet I also see Jerry's point where it's like, if somebody doesn't like me, I can't make somebody like me. And if they say to me, I don't like you, it's like, okay, like, I'm sorry you don't like me. I'm sorry it didn't work out, but I'm not going to beg you to stay here. And Katie. Well, I was going to say, I think that's one big difference between him and like the newer guys is someone will come to like the last few seasons. They'll say to the guy, I just don't like you. And they'll be like, no, 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 you have to like me. Yeah. And he, and, 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 Juan Pablo hears this and goes, okay, you don't like me. I mean, that's fine. I, I, it, it comes off as rude, and yet, like, you can't make somebody like you. He's just not that into you. It's just that Anna, Anna. Uh, yes, I, I agree with, I, I agree with everyone, honestly. But I, I also thought, in, I, if I was in Andy's shoes, the second I walked up, like, I'm not feeling it. And he was like, cool. I'd be like, all right, all right. Let, all right, exactly. see what? I didn't want to be in that conversation. Like that, I know what she was trying to do. She was trying to get him to see the error of his ways. But oh yeah, and she's a lawyer. Hung out with him. She's a lawyer, and lawyers want to make people hear them. Yeah, and it's like, and she wanted to fight. Like, right? There's something like that's really fulfilling about. Oh, you want to go? I'll she go. Likes, she yeah. wasn't fight. I'm not a fighter. Yeah. For he me, wanted, I don't like to fight. I would have been like, bye. Like, I'm the same way. <laughs> I honestly would have tried to find out a way to just leave without speaking yeah, to him. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think he'd be cool, right? Like, you see no. his vibe. I was I waiting for him to just get up and walk away. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm I hate done. to fight. I hate to fight. I, I, I think you're right, Lori, that the producers made them do this. Yeah. Like, I, but I think she's also a lawyer. And I think, yeah. she, I think she wanted him to. She wanted I, to win. And she's she is smarter when than the him, fight, yeah. and she knows that she's smarter than him. And she wanted to wake him up, like, no, it's rude, bro. You've been rude, and he's like, okay. Well, yeah. She wanted her time validated mm-hmm. by some sort of acknowledgement, like and she, validate my time here by a tear, 
Yeah. By getting mad well, back she's or also, by apologize. Her whole vibe is like hot girl who shoots guns. Like she, you know, <laughs> she's never, she, you know, she's always been the hottest. Like, you know, she's like, I can't believe I'm not number one. And I can't believe I know I'm not number one. Fuck this. Fuck you. I'm always number one. I win. I'm a DA. Fuck this. I'm out. How dare you? Yeah. But I'm going to fight with you until like. She's not used to that. I feel like she was looking for some sort of closure from him, but it was just like, I feel like the second she realized like, oh no, this guy is just, he has no ability to give that to me because he's so into himself and he sees it his own way and he lives his own, in his own little Juan Pablo bubble of I'm always right. Just like jump ship, just get out of there. Like I want her to just be like, you know what? Fuck you. Double middle fingers. I'm out. I would have loved her if she had done that. The fact that I don't think the, when he said that line um, about, you know, the argument, as soon as the argument, I was like, oh, this is done. I, I don't think it was about that they had an argument. I think it was the way it was. Is she correct that saying okay is very flip and dismissive? Yes, she's right. Is he right that he's just being himself and just that's the way this is how I talk? I don't know. I don't know any better. Yes. But her level of keeping the fight going longer than it needed to go, looking for some something that she's not going to get made her look, I, in my opinion, like a, a little, I don't know, just I, I agree with Anna. It's just. Had she just been like, oh, you're just empty. Um, okay, fuck this, I'm out. I would have been like, yeah, girl, that's a mic drop moment. But the way she was being, and he was just like, it's fine, it's okay. And she's like, no, it's not fine. And it's like, oh, you're, he's saying that. You're not going to get much more than that. I'm going, yes, Anna. I just have a question. Do we think he actually used the word default? No. No. Okay. No. I didn't think so either. I was like, he don't, he doesn't have that vocabulary. But his his response wasn't much better. He's like, I may have said, you're barely here or something like that. I was like, Ugh. <laughs> it was bad. But I think he was right that like, I don't know that word default. Like, I couldn't have said it. Like, I think that was right. But like, when he keeps saying it's okay, do you think he actually like means it's okay, or do you think that it's just kind of like it's like mm-hmm, uh huh? Okay. It kind of reminds mm-hmm. me of like. Fargo. Did you guys watch the TV show Fargo? The second season, they kept going, okay then. And that's what it reminds me of. Yeah, it, like, like, they that. weren't saying it's okay. They're going, okay then. And that's he what it reminds it. me of. He proved yeah. it because he kept doing it like a tick. Like, he's like, yes. like okay, oh God. And he, she made I him feel, like, feel was, like really bad about it. I feel like it was something from it's, when he was learning English. Well, it's weird when people get, I had a friend who would get upset with me when I would say the phrase. Fr- you know, I grew up in a very New England waspy house, and it took me many years to identify having any particular feeling. And so I had a friend who would get upset when I would say, like, oh, no, I, this happened, and it made me feel like this. And she would go, nothing can make you feel like anything. It's like, all right, well, the truth is that I'm even identifying a feeling. Like, I'm sorry I'm not expressing myself properly, but, like, right. All right, nothing so this can happened. Make you feel anything? It's what? like nobody can ma- nobody made you. They're being a grammar. You happen and like so it's like okay, well like I'm just trying to share like it's yeah, hard. Can to I go to the bathroom? Even. I don't know. Can you? <laughs> <laughs> um, Yawn. Okay, thank you for uh, our 
Thank you. Email us. Please like us on iTunes and you can subscribe. We love when you leave reviews. We got a bunch of stars this week. No new actual words put, but if we love to hear them, if you want to leave a nice review, uh, we let's go to some emails. We love when you guys email us rosepodcast at gmail.com. This is from Kate Favra. Juan Pablo season. I'm re-watching Juan Pablo season. Isolating tempted me to get ahead of you guys. I distinctly remembered disliking him, but several episodes in, he is getting a good edit. He's had some actual conversations with the women about their jobs. He asks what's on their mind. He talks a good game. He does kiss them to get them to stop talking, though. But the show seems like it's attempting to build a real relationship between real people. I just find it a fascinating comparison to the shallow game show that it has become. I absolutely adore your podcast. You have amazing guests in addition to the rock star regulars. As a mom to a teenager, I didn't think Debbie could be matched, but darn it, if Spencer I mean, Jerry isn't a damn delight as well. Keep up the great work. Thanks for the laughs, Kate Favre. Thank you so much, Kate. All right. Well, I can't wait. Viewers, we're either going to do one more podcast where we do Women Tell All, the finale, and after the final rose, or there will be two more. But we'll, you know what? Watch and see. I'm sure you already know how this ends anyway. Um, Jerry, where can people find you? At Jerry Trainer on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you. <laughs> and that's Trainer with an O-R. O-R. Trainor. Trainor. I am Arda Marine on Instagram and Twitter, but I prefer Instagram at Arda Marine, A-R-D-E-N-M-Y-R-I-N. Anna and I have our thriving uh, Patreon we will have moved on to new seasons of all sorts of shows. We've got Love is Blind. We've got Bachelor Australia, Bachelor in Paradise Australia, Bachelor in Australia. We're going to move on to other stuff. Yeah. Um, don't forget to order, pre-order my book, Little Miss Little Compton. Send us the receipts. I'll be sending out more T-shirts. Anna, where can people find you? I'm just at Anna Hosney on Twitter. And yeah, come uh, hang out with us on Patreon. Katie. At KT underscore money on Twitter and Instagram and support small businesses in your town. Yay! Yay! Our queen, our bachelor historian, the hilarious and wonderful Lori had to run because she actually has a real job and she had a real Zoom phone call. I don't know what that's like, but somebody has to keep the world running and it's Lori. We love you guys. Stay safe out there. Wear masks, wash your hands, stay inside. Bye! All up in you tonight. It feels so good. I just got one little question for you, girl. Will you accept this rose? Oh, will you accept this rose into your world? Oh, will you accept this rose into your world? This Rose is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeart Media. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and in the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry, the world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs, if you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame starting May 7th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.